Welcome to another episode of Brood Podcast. I'm Adonis. I'm Bryce. And I'm Jen. And uh, yeah, this is Brood. This is where we drink coffee or coffee-related things, and we have conversations about coffee or coffee-related things. Uh, So today we are not having coffee. We're having one of those coffee-related things. (laughs) Bryce, what are we drinking today, man? Uh, It is a brand called... I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's either Creo or Cryo Brew, C-R-I-O-B-R-U, and it is cacao. It's from the cacao bean, so it's basically pretty much hot cocoa. Without milk, just water. Exactly. Uh, So, I mean, I'm saying that, but I don't know. We'll see once we taste it. We are going to do a live tasting of live this. taste test shout out to andrew one of our uh listeners who uh hey. recommended this that we do uh not the coffee but uh to do a live taste test which we haven't done yet so you guys are about to uh experience the f- the first one so yeah so we'll do that we? and then uh we'll start getting into what's so good about yeah. this all right cheers cheers tink tink, tink. I was right. It tastes just like hot cocoa made with water. Yeah. Well, that's what hot cocoa is, isn't it? Isn't yeah. It? Hot well, cocoa is water and hot chocolate is made with milk. If you is have, that the thing? Well, is that a thing? Is yeah. That a I, distinction? Thought, I remember looking that up because I was confused oh. why people would call it something different. And I thought I just that thought was, you chose to do one or the other. No, I thought, I think, oh. I think there's a difference. That's crazy. Our I listeners know, will I let us know. know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it does, it definitely tastes like literally watered down hot chocolate. <laughs> oh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Without sugar. With, this does record. This does say if you want to get crazy, you can because um, we, we French press it and it says you can French press it with instead of boiling water, do boiled almond milk or okay. milk. Um, add your own sweeteners as you need. If so, you like dark chocolate, you would like this. I think so. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it is dark chocolate. So the roast is a dark roast. It's actually uh, if you go to the website, I believe it is their um, their French roast, and it's. So it's, it's a darker roast, and it's meant to be like the more dark chocolatey tasting one. Yeah, I feel uh, like this is like a like a base. Like I feel like it needs mm-hmm. extra stuff yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. Like it needs like exactly. Or if you made it with milk, it would be sure. a lot better. Like some vanilla would be clutch. Like some whipped cream. Whipped cream would be butterscotch. Good. Mm. Something to make it a little more butterscotch. Thick. Oh yeah, I love oh, butterscotch. Butter, you don't like butterscotch? I love butterscotch. I don't know. So, Bryce, let us know why people would choose to drink this instead of just regular alcohol. So, there's a few different reasons. Um, in the sciency realm of things, uh, when you drink coffee with coffee beans, um, the caffeine, you have to metabolize the caffeine to get to a thing called theobromine. I think I pronounced that right. Someone definitely correct me. Uh, and they make fun of me because I love that. <laughs> and the theobromine is what... Um, it relaxes what's called smooth muscles, which is uh, hollow organs like intestines and your stomach oh, okay. and okay. things like that. Uh, so it relaxes those muscles and it, um, what was the other thing? And then it stimulates your heart. Whereas caffeine specifically goes after your nervous system and it stimulates your nervous system, your alertness and awareness. Ooh. This is more to kind of relax your body's Relax your body and also give you that happy feeling. Just like kind if of people had anxiety but wanted to get their day started but didn't want that caffeine. This anxiety. is more supposed to be like a smooth thing, yeah. So it's not supposed to give you that jittery thing because there's there's no caffeine yeah. in it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. 
It's um, very oily. My lips are greasy. Well, that's interesting. I don't feel. Oiliness. I just put on chapstick, so I can't tell if it's that or if it's the. Yeah, oh. but it's also on their website. Uh, they call it a superfood packed with nutrients. So it's cacao, which is loaded with. I'm reading this directly from their site. Cacao is loaded with nutrients that can lower your acidity intake, boost your immune system, help you lose weight, and best of all, help you feel great, increase focus, reduce stress, and sleep better. Um, so, and it, the website has a bunch of other things it talks about as well. It even goes to talk about the theobromine, um, which it says is a naturally occurring stimulant, which I mean, caffeine is too. Um, but yeah. So, oh, so back to the sciencey thing. So, th- um, caffeine has caffeine and theobromine and like one other molecule or something in there. The cacao just goes directly to the theobromine. So your body, instead of having to go through the caffeine to get to that other relaxer mm-hmm. and stimulant, the cacao is just that stimulant and one oh, other okay. thing. So it doesn't okay. have to fight your nervous system to get to that other stuff. It's like on the expressway. Basically, yeah. So that's huh. uh, pretty much why people would go after this. I think just to, if they're really sensitive to caffeine uh, or if they're only looking for certain effects from it, um, be a good way to do it, and yeah, it's interesting. You know, it's not, and it doesn't taste bad. I don't know if that came across yeah. in our yeah. Analysis, it just tastes it like just, hot cocoa. Like if you made yeah. hot chocolate with water, that's pretty yeah. much exactly what it tastes like. Yeah, uh, it does have that. It, like it smells better than it tastes. Uh, it smells like straight up hot chocolate to me. Like it mm. smells yeah, like it smells really it's got good. like that deep chocolate smell to it. And so your your brain like. My brain is expecting like a deep it chocolate taste. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how I feel every time I. And then I took a sip and it was bitter. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I ask for like hot chocolate or someone makes me hot chocolate and it's mm-hmm. with water instead of milk. Because I actually just learned this a few years ago that hot chocolate, what you could make it with water. My whole life I'd made it with milk. Oh, I really? didn't even know you could make it with water. Yeah. And then when I had it with water, I was like, what is this garbage? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do to my hot chocolate? Yeah. Uh, and so that was interesting but yeah so it just tastes just like that which again isn't bad just watered hot chocolate maybe on our break i'll add some cream to it maybe yeah Mm -hmm. add something to it uh but yeah shout out to stephanie for uh giving me some of hers for us to try yeah thanks stephanie it looked like sand on a playground (laughs) what well uh (laughs) yeah with that that was uh, poetic (laughs) i think So before we get into our main discussion today, we did just want to talk about something that we had uh, sort of had a separate conversation, you know, off mic about. And it was a one day we were just talking about our um, our ancestry because the three of us, we we like to chat, you know, not just on recording days, but we chat pretty much every day in our in our day to day lives. So we chatted uh, a lot. I didn't know we had to like chatting with each other. Is that that a requirement? Um, We just send memes. No one responds. Yeah, that's true. Just laugh, react sometimes. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Put some LOLs in there. Um, But yeah, we were talking about um, ancestry and because I had I had a while ago, it's probably like three years ago, I want to say like 2017, one of my coworkers and I decided to order a couple of kids because Ancestry had some kind of sale going on where you could buy one kid and get the other one half off or buy two for the price of one, something like that. And I was like, oh, I've always wanted to do it. And she was like, oh, so have I. So we got our kits and we did it. And um, yeah, I got I got my results back. So but before I go into mine, have either of you guys done this or thought about doing this? No, I would, like, I would like to do it, but I've never done it before. Um, I have like mixed um, information about like my dad's side. So I'm not sure like if my great grandpa 
is like from Spain or from Germany or something. Hmm. So I would like to know. Hmm. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah. Uh, when you brought it up to us I don't know, a few weeks ago, a month ago, uh, I had... Uh, I signed up for like the free trial and on the free trial on ancestry.com, like you can sign up for any, um, any package that's on there, even the most expensive one to get access to everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the free trial is like two weeks. So I signed up for that one. Uh, and then I did some research to put in some information for like a day and then got some information back, which was really cool. But I never touched it again after that. Wait, how, what kind of information? But I did get information back. Like it found like my mom, the picture of my mom in high school. And then it found, uh, and I only have information from my mom's side of the family. I don't know anything about my biological dad. So I don't have any information for any of that. Um, but for my mom's side, I had like my grandma, grandpa's information, their date of birth and stuff. Mm. Put all that in, and um, I mean, just in the 24 hours that I was looking in on it and putting information in, I did, like, uh, one cool thing I got out of it was I didn't know that my grandma and grandpa had, because my grandma's from, yeah, I think she's from Arizona. I actually don't know if she was born and raised in Arizona or New Mexico or, I actually don't know, but she's from the Southwest, and then my grandpa is from Chihuahua, Hmm. and... So when I was going through there, uh, the marriage certificate, it pulled mm-hmm. up the marriage certificate and it was from Chihuahua, Oh wow, that's which cool. was, and well, even like a province inside of that even. And, uh, so I thought that was really cool. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know they got married there and then came back to the States yeah. and all of that. I didn't know any of that. That's so. cool. For sure. It's yeah. a cool so document are, to have. Yeah. If you guys are maybe wondering, cause when I, when I first learned about ancestry in 23 and me, I thought it was just like a DNA breakdown, but so if you're curious as to what we've been talking about for the last couple of minutes, if you actually subscribe to the service on their website, it gives you the option to like create and build your family tree. So as long as you know the names and dates of some of your family members and locations like where they were born, then it can pull up a bunch like their database can pull up a lot of information that may have been, you know, lost or you might have you might not have easy access to. So that it's like split in between like finding out your actual biological makeup like of what your dna says and then it also gives you stuff as far as like your family tree goes so yeah um so you do you do you do send them dna or not? yeah no you do send them oh. dna because that's what that's so when you purchase the kit that's it's a dna kit so. oh they, they have it they have a dna kit and then they just have your basic ancestry.com because I, I was looking at all that and they have a bunch of packages mm. But their Ancestry.com packages for access to databases is separate sure. from their DNA kit. The DNA kit is a completely separate purchase. Yeah, but it's, I'm just saying like it's all yeah. part of the same It's all thing. part of the same yeah. system. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, so the process was a little bit strange because they send you this kit and then it comes in like a little white box and it comes with basically like a test tube and you have to, it has like a line on it and you have to fill the line, fill the tube up with spit up until the line in the tube. So you mm. basically just, it's a lot of spit too. I mean, it took me a while. Um, but you just basically oh have to my. work up a bunch of spit, spit it in the tube, seal it, uh, wrap it in this like plastic wrap and send it back off. And then I think it took like four weeks for them to test my DNA. And it was really cool because they don't ask you any information about like your genetic makeup. They don't ask like what race you are, how old you are. So I thought it was cool because it actually, 
I'm African American, obviously, so most of my ancestry comes from Africa. So I was like, that's cool. It, it kind of makes it a little bit legitimate because, like, they didn't know I was black, and you couldn't just yeah. do a Google search for my name because there's, you know, probably thousands of Adonis ships out there in the Maybe world. Maybe they so. just Facebooked it. But how do they I'm know which kidding. one was me? I'm just saying. So <laughs> I, I was always curious about whether these things were actually legit or not and, like, how yeah. they figured it out. But, yeah, so my genetic makeup, and it gets pretty... Like, it gets pretty intense. Like, I uh, have a ton of breakdown here. So, again, most of it is from Africa. I'm mostly Nigerian, apparently. Uh, 45% Nigerian. Um, 18% of my genetic makeup comes from Cameroon, Congo, and Southern Bantu peoples. Um, then, this kind of surprised me, is that I'm 11% uh, from England, Wales, and Northwestern Europe. So... Mm pretty big chunk of uh colonizer in there um (laughs) (laughs) then 10 percent is from mali which is also a part of africa um and then benin and togo at four percent senegal three percent ghana three percent so again those are all um african uh provinces and and locations uh then two percent Irish and Scottish, so that's that was oh. also interesting. Two percent from Norway, which was also interesting. Um, then one percent or less than one percent from the North Americas, so indigenous North Americans, um, or Vietnam. So hmm. mostly African, with about twenty percent or so from Europe. So about one fifth white boy so that's interesting uh (laughs) i thought it would be higher to be honest but you know that i feel like that's probably a a, uh like standard for a lot of african-americans to have somewhere around one-fifth just Mm -hmm. because of everything that was happening like during the slave trade and intermixing and mingling and things like that so um yeah but it was just really cool to see that breakdown and it's what's really cool about ancestry and again uh i feel like we give a lot of services props on this show but they're not sponsoring us (laughs) they did not give me this (laughs) kit for free or anything but a a cool thing is that it's constantly updating so like that breakdown is more uh it's more in-depth than my original breakdown because i think like when when they uh sort of discover new things about your dna like they'll let you know they discovered it so um, it's really cool, and um, yeah, it's nice to know, you know, what exactly what my genetic makeup is. So, I I feel like I'm mostly Nigerian, so I've been looking a little more into like the Nigerian people and cultures and oh, things like that. So yeah, it's just nice cool. to have sort of like a reference point. That's pretty cool. for sure. Yeah. Did you like do any like articles or anything like that pop up too? Um. Yeah. So I did the family tree side of it as well. I don't know a lot about my uh, extended. Family, so I just had to use my mom, which was really cool. Like Bryce, I found a picture of my mom from high school, which is really cool because um, my mom didn't like to take pictures, uh, so I don't have a ton of pictures with my mom. So it was nice to have uh, something to to hold on to. So that was really cool. Um, But yeah, didn't really find too much more. Um, I didn't really dive super deep into it. I, I had planned to sort of do some more investigating, but never made it around to it before my free trial ended so who knows maybe one day if i'm feeling a little uh mm-hmm. you know generous i'll kick over the it's 25 crazy bucks how much or something. there's out there yeah yeah like there could even be videos sure 
that you don't even and know it's about. interesting too because we like generations after this won't really ever have that problem you know like every because everybody is online now so my kids will have tons of pictures of me in high school and you know growing up and all through my life and even yeah. the next generation gen z their entire life is on uh, social media mm-hmm. through pictures i've known people who have like created facebook accounts specifically for their kids like as mm-hmm. a baby and then they said they plan to hand it off to them at a certain oh. point so they their literal whole life will be right at their fingertips and they can go back and and look at pictures and events and stuff like that which is interesting also a little online scrapbooking yeah scary because you know that means your whole life is out there for anybody to look at potentially but yeah um yeah you know flickster is how they found out this one girl's age on youtube it's kind of irrelevant to this topic but i'm just what is flickster i'm not um it was like a um website where you would upload pictures like facebook i guess but it wasn't really like a social media but um the pictures you upload will have the date on there like of the picture oh man like it has to have like you upload it on your digital camera or whatever oh so they found out pictures of like when she was born that her grandma took they found her like profile because the girl claimed to be like 15 or something she's actually like 12 oh it's just I'm into drama, so. <laughs> Why is Jen watching 15 year old YouTubers? Uh, that and more. <laughs> Yikes! I don't watch her. Yeah, she was actually drama. 12 of them. She's not watching 15 year olds. She's watching 12 year old YouTubers. A little more innocent there. What does she do? Like toy reviews? Like what? Is, like what does she do? No, it's because she's like. You never heard of Danielle Kahn? Spill the cocoa. No, I have no idea who Danielle Kahn is. This is or Kahn. I don't even. <laughs> we just know. derailed from yeah, ancestry. Is, this, yeah, this let's not... let's uh, um, go back. So let's it. actually go grab a refill, and then we'll come back <laughs> and we'll have our main discussion. All right, welcome back. Uh, let's jump into today's main conversation. So June nineteenth is juneteenth which is a holiday um are you guys familiar with this holiday at all i've heard of it yeah. but I'm i've actually heard the word yeah and then i looked it up not, after you mentioned it to us I'm and not, now um, now i'm aware of what it is but for yeah. sure so i guess just it. a brief overview for those of you who out there who are listening who don't know what juneteenth is uh it's basically uh um an an independence day because it's the day that slavery was officially abolished so what had happened was the the, um confederate states of america obviously lost the civil war uh robert e lee's um surrender came through um in april of 1865 uh so what the union did at that point was that they moved into the confederate states and basically let all of them know that hey slavery's done slavery's been done slavery was actually over in 1863 because that's when lincoln uh you know came out with the Mm -hmm. emancipation proclamation jesus christ i can't speak the emancipation proclamation which abolished slavery completely um but obviously the confederate states were like you know unless the union wins the war we're not going to follow these rules so after the war was over officially um a union army general named gordon granger uh, accompanied by 2000 federal troops uh marched into galveston texas and they basically told the slaves and the slave owners like hey this is done you guys are free if you if the if you want to keep these people working for you 
they are basically now your employees. You have to pay them, and you know that mm. was history. So I was the last Galveston, Texas. Galveston, Texas was the last basically place to be emancipated. So that happened on uh, June nineteenth, eighteen uh, yeah, eighteen sixty five. So that day became known as Juneteenth, uh, also Emancipation Day, Jubilee Day, Freedom Day. There's a few other. Uh, names for it but yeah that's what the holiday is and to be honest it's not really celebrated that much like i know a lot of southern states do celebrations um they'll get together they'll get together in like big manor houses and they'll all dress really nice because i guess that was the way the holiday was celebrated the first time like all of the slaves got dressed up in their best clothes and they would go and just basically have uh, a cookout so similar to what people do for the 4th of July, they would Uh do for June 19th. Um, But yeah, it's not really celebrated, uh, you know, that much. Is it on the calendars? Um, I think it is on some calendars. It's probably omitted from others. I know it's like a federally recognized holiday, but I don't think that it's... Like, you know, it happens during the summer, so there's no time off of school or anything. And it's not like a paid holiday so if you work you'd have to work you know whenever whenever it came out so um yeah it's just uh it's not really celebrated even in the african-american community like i knew about it growing up but it's not something that everybody knows about i think it's again more popular in the south because uh you know that's where it took the longest to actually free the slaves so Uh, it probably just resonates more with the traditions down there. I know it's becoming more and more popular. Hmm. This year specifically, there's a bunch of planned celebrations for it with all of the protests and stuff that have mm-hmm. been going on. So this year, we'll probably see a huge spike in, in actual Juneteenth celebrations. But who knows if they'll last? Who knows if it'll keep going? Who knows if these traditions will will keep will continue? But um, yeah, just wanted to make sure we decided to uh, make sure we had the opportunity to recognize it as a holiday because it is a big deal you know that Um, was only a hundred and what 80 years ago less more like 160 right 65 we're in 20 155 years ago i'm gonna pull up the calculator on my technologically (laughs) advanced phone here 155 1865 to 2020 let's find out 155. Yeah. Quick maths. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, that's a grandpa right there. What? A grandpa's age. No. 155 no, years I old. Think, I think that, that would break a few records. <laughs> but it's 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 great a grandpa. Few, a few generations, yeah. yeah it's for not, sure. great it's great not very far away. No, it's not. It's no, not it's a long not. time ago. Um, but that's the thing. People... You know, uh, I think Jen, you posted something that that showed like the breakdown of of like how long slaves were actually a thing in this country, yeah. how long the civil rights movement lasted, and then how long you know African American people have actually been seen as equals in the country. And it's just like a, a very percentage. small percentage of the actual time of us being in the country to us being free in the country. So yeah, um, yeah, it's a big deal. It's a big day. Um, I do want, like, I would love to make it a part of my family's tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be nice to get something going um, for that. Um, but, yeah, it's, I thought we should definitely at least recognize it and talk to people who maybe aren't aware of it. Um, but just, this yeah. year it lands on a Friday. It does, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though we're in quarantine, so every day is a Friday, basically. <laughs> <laughs> what does Friday mean? Yeah. Um, 
That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and we really shouldn't be going out, but yeah, yeah. But that's that's awesome. Yeah. Have you ever celebrated before? No, no. It's it was never a part of my like. I I was aware of it, but we never celebrated mm-hmm. it. You know, it wasn't ever like a a day. And you know, I can understand people wanting because everyone celebrates the Fourth of July. You know, mm-hmm. that's a thing for all Americans because that signifies our you know. Uh, uh, the the when we became free as a country uh, from under Britain's rule, you know, so yeah. But not everybody became free that day, you know. It was pretty much basically a small portion of people became free, but um, yeah, I think it just all gets rolled into one. Like I'm not gonna stop celebrating Independence Day. Like I've never been one of those people, mm-hmm. um, because you know I do consider myself an American, so uh, I'm going to celebrate that as well. And uh, I like barbecues um, and fireworks. <laughs> I don't really care for it. I'm no? To be honest. Yeah. Really? Why? Because I think, like, when certain phrases of, like, that include the people of the United States, sure. I, I think it's just talking to certain people. That's how I feel. But. Okay, I let's mean, get deep, Jen. Let's get deep. Do <laughs> you, can, like, do you, can you say you're proud to be an American? Because you're an American. Are you a proud American? I wouldn't want to live anywhere else, but <laughs> <laughs> capital Fair B, capital enough. U, capital yeah. T. <laughs> but um, I I think we have a lot of work to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But see, and I feel the same way. Like I I love this country. I love being an American. And when like I remember when Trump was nominated and every or elected people were like oh i'm leaving i'm moving to canada and it's like no nah, this place is home for me this is where i grew up this is where i want my family to grow up this is my home and i'm gonna stay here and i'm gonna yeah. fight for it i'm not just gonna I mean, leave it i've been fighting for this to be my home so i sure. can't really be a hypocrite either like yeah. um you know with my parents being immigrants and mm-hmm. me wanting them to stay and then when they didn't i still stayed yeah. you know what i mean yeah yeah. So. yeah so i think that the fact that you're willing to fight for it let you yeah. know that it I think is, you can be yeah. proud without you know while still seeing that things need to change sure. you're not liking Absolutely. where you're at or yeah. where the system is at or anything i think sometimes people including myself think that in order to be proud of your country it means your country is great and perfect yeah and like and nothing needs to change so but if something's not right then you can't be proud exactly. but i think that's a, a wrong perspective to look at it well yeah. not wrong it's just um maybe not a healthy perspective to look at it and there's other ways that reminds me of the last black man in san francisco Francisco. yeah Yeah. where he says like you can't hate a place unless Unless you you love it it first Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so that's true yeah i agree and i think that i think that that's it's shown every day that these protests are happening like if these people didn't care about this country they wouldn't be out there protesting every day. You know, they care about their people and they care about their people's position in this country that they consider home because this for African-American people, at least this is all we have like this. I'm, I'm an American, you know, I, I, there's nowhere that I can go that would be home for me. You know, like I can't go back to, to, to use the phrase that so many of these racist motherfuckers like to use. I can't go back to Africa, you know, that's the, and that's the, that's the thing that I've always struggled with is that, we're treated like outsiders in a place that we literally helped build. Like, you know, there would be no America without African-Americans and yet we're still treated like we're outsiders. So yeah, it's always been a struggle. 
so yeah, we did want to have a sort of conversation. Uh, there's been a lot going on in the news media. Um, specifically, we wanted to talk about censorship today. Um, so a couple of points that we wanted to hit on. Uh, something that just happened recently was that Gone with the Wind, HBO Max has officially removed it from their streaming service, so it's not available anymore. Um, so I just wanted to, let's just start the conversation by mm-hmm. by asking you guys, how do you feel about censorship in general do you think it has its place or do you think it's unnecessary um i think that these when things exist people should know that they exist and if they choose not to watch that movie Mm. i've never seen it so i actually don't really know what's going on um but if people don't want to support the movie that's great but it still exists and it's um i think even if there's bad parts of history people should know Mm. like i know that in history books um like when you're in school they focus on some things and they kind of brush past other things that might be horrible but you still need to learn about them exactly yeah so that's kind of how i look at it Mm. even though it's entertainment so i guess it's not a big deal like it's not a big part of history but it's still like when you look at like cinema and you're like what what made it in the movie industry that's a big name that yeah it's still adjusted for inflation it's still the highest grossing film of all time it's still like Whoa. critics love it. Like it's this big movie. It's it's probably number one or at least in the top five of so many different uh, you know best movies of all time list. So it's 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 a respected film that made a ton of money. Um, and yet it's it's an interesting conversation because I am definitely like I love the First Amendment. It's my favorite amendment. And I feel like it's like the amendment that gives me the right to be who I am and not have to fear persecution like i can be exactly who i want to be openly without having to feel like i'm gonna you know be stoned for it so um in that sense sort of like what you said jen it's like you know if if it needs the the fact that they took it off kind of bothers me because it's like i would rather just have it there and not have anybody watch it you know like but i don't know if it's healthy or helpful to remove it from the platform because it sends the wrong message i feel like i feel like if it it makes you think that when you put something like that on there, then all of a sudden you're going to be like from a business standpoint, you're going to be, well, if I have this on here, I'm going to be looked at mm. like yeah. I shouldn't have this on here because of everything going on. Like, so yeah. I need to take it out of here. So as a company, like now. we don't want to be considered racist because we're not. Yeah. So we're going to take off material. But that's the wrong reaction. Mm. I feel I feel like that's the wrong move. Like leave it on there. If people choose to watch it, they choose to watch it. Yeah. If they don't, they don't. It's like what Jen was saying. I and think then it would have oh sorry. No, go ahead. It would have been bolder to like add a note. The things in here might be insensitive. Yeah, that's due what to Disney the did. Time. Yeah, Disney did that with oh, all of that? their old Mickey Mouse cartoons. Really? Yeah, oh, they put that's a disclaimer cool. up like this, these are, you know, Oh. There are things in here that might be insensitive because they're the era they were the created in. exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's see, um, now that's a smart way to approach it. That's yeah. a good. That's a healthy way to approach yeah, it because they exist. Like we can't remove Gone yeah. with the Wind from you know exactly. the history yeah. of the world, so it's there. So I think removing it just yeah, it's 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 like uh, it's like hushing somebody. Yeah. It's like saying hey, be quiet. Or it's like, like banning saying, books. Exactly. Or yeah. yeah. So yeah, and then also if you don't want people to watch it, you know. 
you're doing the exact opposite by telling people not to watch it. As soon as I hear something that says you shouldn't watch this, my mind goes, oh, I'm, I need to watch it. Like I go yeah. into like that. You buy, like, by what's so bad about this? Yeah, like, exactly. what makes this so controversial? <clears throat> Why yeah. is this taboo? Exactly. Yeah. So it's and just, it, it makes it taboo. And yeah. then that's what yeah. creates that whole persona of it. And then, yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, I'm just not, I'm not all about censorship you know period like i think i think the 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 bigger impact can come from if it's available and we choose not to watch it if you give it if you let people have the option and they still choose not to watch it that's gonna hurt more than just taking it away i yeah. think so um we've been seeing a lot of that though with what's been going on like um for example like all of these the confederate um statues that have been that have been being torn mm-hmm. down yeah. uh that's the columbus crazy. statues that are being torn down and that does have people's that has people split too because it's like like what like these it's part it's a part of our history we can't yeah. get rid of it but as all at the same time like should we really be enshrining these people who did terrible things you know we can still move like it might sound really this is how i see it like it might look really extreme but maybe this is the direction that we should be moving like maybe we should rethink the people that represent yeah. our i don't know cuz i mean yeah it's cuz it's happening in the south and i think the south is very they're all about you know their traditions and their, yeah. their heritage yeah. and yeah so they're a very stubborn people in that sense so it's uh, I think it's hard to tell them anything, really. Sorry if you're from the South, but I feel like they're they're still playing catch up in a lot of different regards. Yeah. So to to tell them that they can't have these statues of 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 like their their heroes up is is got to be a hard pill for them to swallow. But at the same time, like anytime I see a Confederate flag waving, it's like you know you lost the war, right? You know, like, you <laughs> got your asses handed to you. Like, you know, you, so what are you so proud of, of that for? Um, and, uh, yeah, it's never, and people are always like, oh, it's about the heritage. It's not about the hate. And it's like, y- you know what that flag represents. You know that. Like, you, you're flying that flag. You know what it represents. And, yeah, it's your right to fly that flag for sure. But it's also, like, uh, you know, my right to not patronize your business or you know whatever so that's always a touchy subject as well because we were that's another thing that happened recently is that nascar apparently has officially banned the confederate flag from all of their races but yes a lot of their fan bases is definitely are are definitely people who fly that flag proudly um so i'm interested to see what the impact is that of that is going to be on the sport because as much as i you know respect them for doing that it's like I'm not going to all of a sudden become a NASCAR fan. I thought the sport was stupid before any of this happened. So yeah, I'm not all of a sudden going to start supporting NASCAR. You know, <laughs> yeah, so. that, that's the thing though. It's like, you know, sometimes we're super cynical and critical of all these businesses always sure. all of a sudden making these moves. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm, you know, I don't want to be looked upon like I'm racist or yeah. I don't want, uh, or I'm going to do this because I'm pro this, but it's all like, you know, we can be cynical because our businesses and think these moves, but we can also hope that it's a genuine mm. thing because i mean they don't you're right i mean they don't i feel like nascar wouldn't have anything to benefit from doing like they're not going to get new Fair. watchers just yeah. because they take it down so you can hope and would hope and on the non-cynical side that it's just a genuine move like that's yeah. you hope all it is yeah you hope. so 
Um, how do you guys feel about that, though, in general, like supporting businesses? Because that's, again, not to keep talking about current events, but I'm going to keep talking about current events. There's been all these lists going around of like of restaurants, for example, that are supporting the Trump campaign. And, you know, I think, Jen, I just saw you post something about like prison uh, products made from like prison yeah, labor. Prison so labor. Yeah. how do you how can you how do you balance that with like, I don't want to support these things, but I also have to live my life. Yeah. Just being conscious <clears throat> is really important. Mm. Um, I'm a vegetarian. Sure. So when I learned about all that stuff, it's like veganism is the main thing you learn about. And like that involves like even products that come from animals like yeah like it could go as far as like um palm oil so from the palm trees sure, that like yeah. orangutans oh, um man. come from so That's it like deep. yeah, yeah it can it, get like, really deep, it's like yeah. deforestation or whatever so it's like there's so many things and just by obviously you can't do them all like mm. i i can't just like not buy bananas made by a certain um like company that uses children to go get them i don't even freaking know but like if you're at least more conscious that you know you you have that kind of effect like your money like speaks yeah just being more conscious and having the effort yeah being having your mind open to exposure of that information and adapting to yeah. it as you go it's sort of like how we've talked about like just limiting your acts like with covid like limiting our access like doing mm-hmm. what limiting your exposure i'm sorry like just doing the what you have to do yeah but not taking unnecessary risks yeah so i guess it's a similar kind of thing more process. calculated like, in your risks yeah like, like i saw chapstick on that um a list not to throw like not to like <laughs> freaking send everyone no, i mean to the list is out there so i mean people yeah have access to it. um but maybe I would like if I really needed some and I'm like, OK, I know this brand. But then I'm I like remember that it's on the list. I could literally just get like the Burt's Bees mm. chapstick. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Lip balm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just as easy as that. But I know it's not always possible. And obviously, like these brands are like well known and um, they're cheaper generally, I think so. Yeah. You obviously can't do everything. Yeah, there's no way. How how big of a role does that play in your life, Bryce? Like being conscious of the company rather than just the product, any at all? Um, a little bit. Uh, so, um, I have started like as I mean, to get specifically like into, um, I guess veganism would be like the most specific thing I've researched like kind of semi recently in the past year or two of my life, not just because I plan on going vegan, but because I am against like animal cruelty. So sure, I have been yeah. learning, you know, what businesses aren't cruel to the animals and how can we, I be more conscious, like where can I buy things from? And no, I definitely am still not majority buying from these places that aren't, you know, cruelty free. Sure. But I'm more conscious of what I'm buying and how much of it I'm buying mm-hmm. and like how much of it I'm supporting. And I'm, trying to like find those other businesses that are better so for me it is just about consciousness as far as it's affecting my day-to-day life i as long as i'm more aware of it and um when i financially can do things and this isn't about veganism anymore just in general but when i can afford to do these other things or support other things that are better uh, i try to but uh, i don't it doesn't really affect me a whole lot right now but I'm also still learning a whole lot of information. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess keeping on like the tr- on track with like the like the veganism stuff like that. I just wish it wasn't so expensive to not 
to be cruelty free you know <laughs> like it's yeah. like cage free eggs are so much more expensive than just the yeah. regular it's because there's i eggs. mean it just comes down to there's so few people trying to do exactly. that exactly yeah. the yeah. more people that that start get like almond milk for example i feel like it dropped in price it's from still when a I lot started. more expensive than regular that's milk. true but it's more popular and like when products become more popular i feel like um sometimes yeah because yeah, you will you, like, you get more creators and more yeah. of yes, that more, um, more yeah more yes. competition for sure so the prices have to match the competition the yeah. market but um man i forgot what i was gonna say but I don't know. I lost it. You can just eat beans forever. No, you can't, actually. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and flat out shut you down. Yeah, I have met people who truly believe that, and it upsets me because I am a huge advocate for health, and I'm very very, uh, aware of health and, like, balanced diets and things, and that upsets me. Yeah. I am so like whenever I know someone who's trying to become vegetarian or vegan or anything. Anyways, I'm He's about to step so onto it. No, but it's just like you know, it's just it, it's well, true though. Like honestly, foods... think they can just get away with eating like certain things, but yeah. it's not. This isn't a health po- a health sure, episode. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I'm gonna stop. No, <laughs> but it's true. Like I mean, Whole Foods, like stuff you buy at Whole Foods is just so much more expensive than what you can get at a Kroger or a Fries. You know, it's like, and it's just I know it's healthier for you, and I know it's probably, you know locally sourced and cruelty free and you know happy cows and but everything, you also but gotta live like exactly. you also gotta be able like you gotta pay rent you gotta the, the way i looked at it with the with the products sure. like not just food but um i kind of compared it to like telling people oh you could do meatless mondays sure and yeah that makes yeah. a big yeah. impact yeah so small percentages so, of your yeah. life kind of yeah. changing and like people are saying that um like there was supposed to be a blackout day later on, but it, you know, one oh, already yeah, happened. Oh yeah, July, right? Yeah, Sometime there was supposed to be one like July seventh, where yeah. or there is supposed to be one, um, where like like people don't buy things. Yeah, supposed to be uh, black people just don't and, consume. And that's that one day, day yeah. and it's like I'm pretty sure that will make a big difference. Yeah. Maybe I, if it, if people follow it, I mean, yeah. but how yeah. again? Like, what if I, you know, I guess you just have to plan ahead and prepare. But it's just like it's a convenience thing, you know, so I don't know. We'll see. I hope I hope it, it goes through and they can see the impact on it. But um, you never know. Yeah. Speaking of celebrating Juneteenth, though, yeah. uh, I don't know if you guys saw it, but the mayor of Tempe, Arizona, did declare it a city holiday. Oh, so they are cool. closing offices and like it's, it's an official oh, city nice. holiday. That's awesome. So that is that's a cool thing to know that we have a city in our state that's that's yeah. uh um, recognizing that and treating it very carefully, or not carefully, treating it um, with the recognition yeah. it deserves, and they even to vote, even mayors count. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. They just talk about how you know spending this day researching this sure. and researching this and that, and it looks like the city is also. This is a direct from the article. They'll also be sponsoring an event hosted by the African American Advisory Committee at the Tempe History Museum. Uh, it'll be a virtual event, of course, due yeah, to COVID, yeah, yeah. but mm-hmm. they are hosting an advisory committee event. Nice. That's so. awesome. So that's the thing. Like, you know, this 
this this round of protests, I guess we'll call it, you know, this latest atrocity um, has definitely generated a lot of, of visible change. You know, we've seen a lot of policy change. We've seen people caring about things like this. Jen uh, just shared an article uh, like the, the NFL, the biggest corporation in the world, has like basically said we were wrong about a protesting uh, measure that they had in place before this. Yeah, so and then the soccer people the soccer, banned yeah. the... Wait, banned? How do or I say? Allowed, it? right? Or oh, lifted the ban. Lifted the ban yeah. on taking a knee for soccer. Yeah. So like we're we're seeing real change, and I hope it continues, and I hope we don't slow down, and I hope it just continues and continues and continues. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, if you're getting the attention of you know the NFL, for example, you're you're doing something right, and I think I think we're starting to see the the effects of it. So. You can use this as an example for all those people out there who say, what do protests do? What does it actually yep. do? Yeah, and it's like, well, it's, it's actually doing, a doing whole something. whole hell now. of a lot. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's just awesome. Yay, I'm proud of us. <laughs> <laughs> Not us specifically, just us as... I'm proud of us specifically. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I did it. I, I mean everyone, too. Oh. <laughs> I'm just proud of us in this room. <laughs> So we were just uh, talking about like the Confederate flag and and things or, or Gone with the Wind, things that people have have seen and they felt like they're offensive and you know there's been steps taken to get rid of them. Are there any like triggers for you guys? Anything that exists in the the outside world that sort of gets you upset? You know, sort of angers you, gets you heated. I mean. Uh... Not really, but when I do see a big old truck with the American flag <laughs> flying, I get a little scared. The American flag? Yeah. Isn't that crazy that that has become a symbol for like... It's because they're way... I don't know. It's just... That, that it's could spark not fear. because you see that and be like, No, yeah. I definitely get what you're saying. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, no I get what you're saying yeah. too. I, I don't disagree with you. I just think it's interesting that that like that's a thing, you know. Yeah, even though like it just is um, America. Yeah, it's just America. And I'm in America. <laughs> but I feel like it's become associated with like people with people who do riots and parties after football games yes. and destroy cities, yes, or people who burn shoes because of a peaceful <laughs> protest. And I wanted to get at that the whole episode, and I did. I found a way to do it, guys. There you go. Um. It just become associated with that personality, whether that's correct or incorrect. Like, I mean, I definitely don't feel like, you know, it's good, but that's just what yeah, it has become associated with. And it's kind of just sad. It's like an ultra patriot patriotism, but like wrong patriotism. Extreme How extremism, yeah, like extreme, extreme patriotism. There you go. Yeah, and of course, obviously we want patriot yeah. patriotism. Like yeah. they're definitely, we yeah. want that. But it just feels like, like the people much. feels like yeah, it feels like just a lot of extremism is behind. Yeah. I think that's sad though. I think that, that it shouldn't be that way. I feel like you know it shouldn't. And I, I'm trying to get rid world. of that stigma yeah. in my head. Yeah, but it, it's it's growing. Like it's yeah. it's there. But that's. I mean, I guess if that makes you uncomfortable, that's that's a trigger for sure. Nothing else though. Nothing else that sort of. Um, I can't think of anything. What gotcha. about you? So I can. Um, I don't know. Well, again, <laughs> just copying. <you. laughs> 
<laughs> trigger is a hard word. I don't I don't think I have a lot of triggers, but we talked about something a couple of days ago um, when the whole Candace Owens video came out and I was just noticing people Ugh. using the word articulate and it was like, oh, it's always kind of, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so that's always been like a thing that I, is, I don't like get upset about it when people say, oh, you're so articulate. But it's just like, I hate that it's always used um you know like they're impressed like they're impressed by the fact that i'm not speaking any bonics you know so it's like it's crazy that i used to hear it all the time about president obama like oh he's uh, very well spoken but this man is the president of the united <laughs> states he better be well spoken <laughs> like why is why are we commenting on his ability to to put sentences together that you know that's it just makes me think of the first episode of boondocks, boondocks <laughs> because that's what it's all about yeah about. and it's always it's, it's always sort of it again it doesn't make me upset it just makes me like do a double take you know it's like yeah like you didn't like that 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 could have been left off your list of compliments like i didn't i didn't i didn't need that yeah, but what are those called <clears throat> backhanded compliments yeah yeah that could be seen as like, a backhanded compliment. my aunt my mom put her on the phone and she was like we were just talking about you and how you're so pretty for like a darker skin yeah, girl damn yeah. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thank Thank you, I guess. (laughs) Jeez. Um, But yeah, that's one thing that always annoys me. Um, Yeah, there's not a lot of things that that just get me upset generally. Like, it would take a lot, I guess. Um, One thing I'm trying not to do is assume things about people. Sure. Like, if they have certain beliefs, I'm not just going to think that they're a terrible person overall. And that's definitely something I have to work on because you guys know I'm good at assuming. Um, But, like... (laughs) But when you actually have real conversations with them, they seem to like really understand most things. And just because they have an opinion about one thing, like that's just the way that they were. Kind of like you were defining a person kind of off that powerful belief. But yeah, 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 then you get to learn about other aspects of them. Yeah, like actually genuinely good people. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel that. Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty you, sure. I'm pretty sure I have plenty of close friends who would name many things that trigger me. Uh, but I, know I can't triggers. think of things. What, what is one of my triggers, Adonis? When technology isn't working. The oh way my it. goodness! Let's <laughs> talk okay, about Bryce technology. So I, I am not a dumb person. I am definitely a little slow. He didn't why? even know what Stan meant. Yeah, I didn't know what Stan meant. I thought it was just the name of a guy named Stan. Um, so I learned that today. That was new. Anyway, so back to technology, yeah. man. When it's it's so it's this thing that's supposed to make your life easier, right? And it's supposed to make things so much nicer uh-huh. and smoother, and it's supposed to ease life. True. I'll tell you, uh, it does not ease my life because it'll be nice and it'll be fun. Phone, like four times. Yeah, my time. phone. Oh, oh man, when man. it doesn't work, when it when something starts to not work on a piece of technology, I'm like, yeah. okay, you know, I start get a little upset, but then I just reset it or I turn it off or I put it away, and I expect it to, you know, work. Or I expect to find the good troubleshooting information on Google sure. or something. And then when I follow those steps and it doesn't work, okay, now I've put like 20 minutes into my life on fixing this one little thing. I just want to check my fucking email. And then, (laughs) you know, and then it doesn't work. (laughs) And now my whole day, my mood is just like, well, my whole day isn't ruined. I'm I'm 30 years old. I've gotten past that. Now it's just I'm in the moment and the moment's ruined. But, like, I definitely get very heated and upset. And technology can ruin the whole moments for me. And it's... (laughs) 
you know, I've grown a lot, but it's definitely still um, makes me very angry when something's supposed to work the way it's supposed to, and then it doesn't. Yeah, like it's technology. Don't uh, don't be breaking. <laughs> <laughs> but you have been more active on social media, though. I have been. I have and been. It might be because of everything that's going on and you want to stay informed, mm-hmm. but I think it's cool because I see you learning things and sharing stories. Yeah. But as soon as something breaks, I, I it's gone. It's out of my life. I cold turkey that thing. Like, I'm like, oh, you're not going to work? Okay, I'm done with you. And then I buy a new piece of equipment. Like, I'll try and fix it for half an hour, but then I'm frustrated all day. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, so that's my relationship with technology. And then obviously we can talk about health too. Cause that, you know, when people start talking about, well, I'm on this diet, but doing it for like 90 days and I'm feeling so gross, but I should be feeling this way. It's like, well, okay, first of all, <laughs> diet should only be this and this should be that. And like, and then I go on my rants and sure, yeah. I definitely have my rants on health related topics, but, um, for another day, <laughs> Uh, those are definitely yeah, some that, triggers. Is, uh, Jen is one of your, and I know you've been very vocal about this whole. Uh, even though we've tried to talk about it several times, this whole sharing thing, uh, this whole silence thing on social media is. Does it bother? It seems like it bothers you when people don't use their platform in the, in a. a it way. does bother me because it is so simple to share something. And I know what people are thinking listening to that, that maybe it won't be genuine if they just share mindlessly. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like they could say one thing at least. And when I do see people speak up, I'm like, okay, good. So they're... I feel like people have to do more to prove to me that they're not racist than to prove to me that they are. Oh, Does that make that's sense? That's a solid statement. I think that's that's interesting. We haven't gotten a solid statement like that from you about that specific subject yeah. before. That's that is interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. A, so you just like default to you're racist. racist. <laughs> so you're guilty until I proven need you innocent. To show me that you're not. So racist. you're guilty until proven innocent. I, that yeah, is her stand. I think I do huh. think that way. Huh. That fits with your yeah, and that does yeah that, that fits with your personality on you know how so you feel about why people. So that's I think that way, yeah. and you guys don't. Yeah, that is interesting. Wow, we just had an epiphany about <laughs> about <broke> down <laughs> a barrier. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think that's a solid conversation, guys. I think we should probably go grab a refill of coffee and. Come back with Brewer's you Choice. Mean cacao. Cacao. Yes. yes what is it called again? Creo Brew. Yeah. We'll be back. All right. Welcome back. Uh, we are about to get into Brewer's Choice, and that's just uh, our segment where we recommend things to you guys any form of media anything really uh that we are going to um that are, that are going to be based off of the conversation that we just had so um jen you can go first what are you gonna recommend okay i'm gonna recommend the beautiful award-winning oh. um film netflix film Ooh. roma roma starring yalitza something no, Thank it's not you. our last name. Oh, ap- <laughs> ap- ap- Aparicio. Aparicio. And it's directed by Alfonso Cuaron. It's a very good movie. And also, I I think that it's beautiful, and I think she deserves justice because a lot of um, Mexicans like, like experience colorism, and they kind of hated on her, and I think that's terrible. And. Word disgusting so she deserves 
all the awards. I do need to watch that still. It's I have not gotten around to that. It's a great movie. Um, one of my favorites from Netflix. Um, I am also going to recommend a movie. I'm going to recommend 2012's Lincoln, since we talked about Juneteenth and the Emancipation Proclamation. It's one of my favorite Daniel Day-Lewis movies. It's a great movie. He won the Oscar for it, for portraying Lincoln. It's just a really, really great film. It is currently streaming on Netflix, so if you guys have some time, check it out. It's a great movie. I have to watch that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Behind all my movies, apparently. My classics, (laughs) my powerful films. For sure. I'm going to recommend a march and rally in Arizona. If anyone Ooh. in Arizona is in the Phoenix area or wants to drive into the Phoenix area, there is a march and rally in support of Juneteenth on Juneteenth, June 19th. And it is in honor of ancestors and support of black lives. So uh, definitely check that out. Look up the event. It's on Facebook. It's called A March with Our Ancestors. And it is at Friday uh, from 4.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. So anyone in Arizona, check that out. Wear your mask and be safe. Yes, please. Dope. All right, guys. That is going to wrap up today's episode. Um, As always, if you have any, you know, questions, if you want to let us know that we were wrong about something, if you want to let us know that you love us, please write into broodconvos at gmail.com. That's B-R-E-W-E-D-C-O-N-V-O-S at gmail.com. You can also check out our Instagram and Facebook. Please don't let me know that I was wrong about Flickster because it was actually <laughs> Flickr. I understand. Send me messages. Send me pictures. Um, love it all. It's Brood Podcast. And check out our Twitter at broodconvos. Awesome. Thank you guys and happy Juneteenth. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Peace. As you begin to develop and expand your skills and your talents and your vision of yourself, you will always be in control of your destiny. Brood Podcast is recorded in Chandler, Arizona. Our producers are Bryce Gonzalez, Jennifer Montez, and Adonis Ship. Our intro music is Easy, produced by CJ Beats. Our outro music is Destiny, produced by James Berkeley. Our social media managers are Bryce Gonzalez and Jennifer Montez. Our editor is Adonis Ship. <laughs>